What's up, Santa Cruz? Welcome back to the Slugcast. It's Diego. And Sharon. And if you didn't know, May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month is a period for the duration of the month of May for recognizing the contributions and influence of Asian Americans and Pacific Islander Americans to the history, culture, and achievements of the United States. But the Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month has not always been a month-long celebration. In fact, in 1978, it was only known as Asian slash Pacific Islander Heritage Week. It, and it wasn't until 1992 that the U.S. Congress expanded the celebration to what we now know as Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. So how can we celebrate? For one, we can learn about Asian American and Pacific Islander traditions that have been passed down for generations. Celebration does not have to mean attending a huge party, but it can be as simple as engaging in discussion to learn about experiences and backgrounds different than your own. Although a lively celebration with dancing, music, and food sounds awesome, we decided to educate ourselves for this May 2021. So stay tuned because we have a little bit of Santa Cruz-based Asian American and Pacific Islander history and more. It was pretty hard to uncover the history of Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders in Santa Cruz. So we're about to give a very brief history along with some other facts. For example, did you know that there's evidence that Chinese fishermen visited California's coast before the Spanish did? Although there were traces of Chinese explorers who visited on the Manila Galleons between 1565 to 1815, the first time that there was a decent amount of immigration to the general area from Asia was during the Gold Rush, which began in 1849. The role of Chinese immigrants was quite crucial in the economic development of the area. There was actually a Chinatown that developed in Santa Cruz around the mid-1860s on Pacific Avenue of south of Walnut. Around this time, the first transcontinental railroad was built largely with a Chinese labor force. Unfortunately, around the 1870s, there was also high anti-Chinese sentiments in Santa Cruz. Between landlords no longer willing to rent to people who were Chinese, and the railroads bringing more economic activity, making rent prices increase, Chinese people had to move themselves and their businesses to a new area. They settled on Front Street and between Water and Cooper Street. Front Street was known as the red light district of Santa Cruz, and so rent prices had stayed decently low. The infrastructure in this area was pretty behind, and the majority of the neighborhood was destroyed in 1894. Along with this, there were various local, state, and national laws which stopped the influx of Chinese immigration and stopped people who were already here from becoming citizens and owning property. These laws were not removed until 1943. Then in 1955, when a flood destroyed the last bit of Santa Cruz's Chinatown, which was already pretty bare at this point, it was never rebuilt. It's quite a sad history, and it shows how we always need to work to create a more inclusive environment, especially by looking how we have historically discriminated against and hurt many groups of people. I always want to point out that I know this history lesson was very Chinese-centered, but that was the only information I was able to find. If any of our viewers have any information, we would love to hear it. Feel free to write to us. Looking at the undergrad statistics, directly from UCSC's website. In fall 2020, 27.6% of students identified as Asian and 0.3% of students identified as Pacific Islander. 
and the Asian American and Pacific Islander Resource Center is a great tool for these students or any students looking to learn more. Next, we decided to go over some notable UCSC alumni who identify as Asian American and or Pacific Islander. For those of you in the music world, Kent Nagano studied sociology and music here at UCSC for undergrad. He's a conductor known for being a pioneer of historically informed performances. Historically informed performances are basically an approach to classical music, which aims to stay faithful to the time period that the pieces were originally conceived like playing on instruments from that time period over modern day ones. Kent Nagano is currently the director of the Hamburg State Opera, which is in Germany. Another cool alumni to look at is Kerry Joji Fukunaga. He is known for being a director, producer, and screenwriter. His debut film, which he also wrote, was Sin Nombra, but he's also done a lot of other work, like the 2011 adaptation of Jane Eyre, and directed the first season of the show True Detective, which he was also an executive producer throughout. Currently, he is working as a director on the 25th James Bond movie, No Time to Die. There's also Stephanie Fu. She is a radio journalist, producer, writer, and editor. She has worked for Snap Judgment and This American Life. She has even won a Daytime Emmy Award. Plus, fun fact, she's a Stevenson affiliate, like both me and Diego. Nice. <laughs> Another really cool alumni to know about is Azade Moveni. Azade Moveni is a journalist and writer. She graduated from UCSC in 1998 as an Oaks affiliate. She is best known for reporting on the Middle East and Iran for Time magazine. She also has worked for the Los Angeles Times reporting on the war in Iraq. Moaveni has published four books, Lipstick Jihad, a memoir on growing up Iranian in America and American in Iran. Iran Awakening, a memoir of revolution and hope. Honeymoon in Tehran, two years of love and danger in Iran. And Guest House for Young Widows, Among the Women of ISIS. Similar to the history portion, obviously we could not fit every alumni who identifies as Asian American and Pacific Islander, but these are just a few to recognize. That's all we have on the history and education of Asian American and Pacific Islanders in UCSC for today. We hope you were able to get slightly more educated. And if you want to get more educated, you should look into some of the different minors and majors UCSC offers involving the topic. For example, there is the East Asian Studies minor, which requires you to take a language requirement, one lower division, and three upper division classes. If you are majoring or minoring in history or considering it, you can choose to have your concentration in Asia and the Pacific. Well, it looks like that's all we have to say. But that does not mean we're done for Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Week. Because you can expect a part two as an interview with the Asian American and Pacific Islander Resource Center. That's going to be all for today's episode. But don't worry, because we'll be back with a part two. 
Just so you guys know, tourist season is beginning from April 19th to May 20th. And better than any other zodiac sign, the Taurus sign is the best at relaxing. So don't stress out too much over anything. Facts. Facts.